Hi, hello, good morning everyone. My name is Albert Solomon Bida. I'm from the Berg Seventh-day Adventist Church out in the West. This uh, morning I'm very fortunate that I can take us uh, on a brief summary on what I come to discover on uh, our lesson for this week. We have another interesting uh, lesson topic. It is rest, relationships and healing. So rest and relationships and healing comes from forgiveness. So our lesson this week focuses more on forgiveness. I want us to 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 look at forgiveness, forgiving others, and also for us accepting forgiveness from others as well. What I discover from our, our lesson this this week is that also Joseph was a type of Christ in this story. So before we dig a bit deeper on this um, lesson, I want us to say a prayer. Awesome God, as we humbly bow before you this um, morning, as we discover the lesson for this week, is, is on rest, relationships, and healing. We will discover the power of forgiveness and the story of uh, Joseph that is written for our learning will help us to be free and to draw us close to you and to glorify you in our life. Lord, I pray the same way you inspire the prophets to write your word, the same way you inspire us as we study it. Lord, give me the spirit of humility that I will decrease and Christ increase in, in your word. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, Christ, we see Christ in the story of, of Joseph. Now, when we read Genesis 37, it talks about Joseph's brother were setting, setting up or desiring to kill, to kill uh, Joseph because of, of jealousy. So in verse, um, verse 23, it says, So when Joseph came to his brothers, they stripped him of his robe, the rich ornament robe he was wearing. Now when Jesus uh, died on the cross, did they also undress him? remove his robe and they cast lots on his clothes. So here we see a picture of Jesus already on this experience of Joseph. Now in verse, verse 2 in chapter 37, the Bible says Joseph was 17 years of age. And, 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 and when I put myself in the place of Joseph, I was thinking maybe I could have tried to make my way to escape from my brothers. Because uh, in verse 2, chapter 37, it says, Joseph was 17 years of age. So he is a young man, and, he, and I can imagine he's nice and slim, that he can more fit than his brothers, he could have run away. But the Bible didn't mention that Joseph tried to escape. So I can imagine that Joseph must really humble himself to go through whatever his brothers are doing. And also not only that, but I, I have seven siblings. I have five brothers and two sisters, and I'm the older one. Being an older person in our family, I like to manipulate and control my younger siblings. Whatever I tell them to do, they will listen and they have to do it. So with a similar experience, I can see that Joseph, being a younger brother must be obeying 
whatever is all the brothers excuse me do to him so in philippians chapter 2 verse 8 it says and jesus being found in appearance as a man he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death even death on the cross so here we see was uh, joseph was like jesus he was oppressed and he was afflicted yet he did not open his mouth like a lamb that is led to a slaughter and like a sheep that is silent before his seers so he did not open his mouth that is isaiah 53 verse 7. so joseph that moment when his brothers were uh, trying to kill him at, at first but then they tried to cast him into the cistern and then later on sell him as a slave uh, Joseph must be saying to, to to himself or must be making up his mind to be a faithful slave uh, whatever my brothers to me I even though it's painful but I will be faithful through it so Joseph ended up in Egypt and he was faithful in Egypt in the palace and even he was a faithful prisoner when he ended up in prison so here we see that a powerful lesson that we can learn as well is that whatever his brothers were doing to him at that moment Joseph already forgave them because if he didn't he wouldn't become the prime minister of Egypt so because of faithfulness of Luke 16 verse 10 says he that is faithful in little will be trusted in much Ephesians 4 1 verse 4 for he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy blameless in his sight in love Joseph looks beyond the brighter future either it be in in heaven or in or on earth so Joseph knew the promises of God Jeremiah 29 11 it says I have a plan to prosper you not to harm you but to give you a hope and a future so Joseph looks beyond a brighter future even though it's painful he knows that God has a great plan ahead of him either if it's not on earth if it happens that they kill him but he knows that there's a crown a great plan waiting for him in heaven wow that is beautiful so when his brothers apologized to him in genesis 45 verse 5 but now do not therefore be grief or angry with yourself because you you sold me here for it was intended by god to send me here to preserve your life and the world life of others so now because joseph forgave his brothers from the beginning early families we need to forgive each other be it maybe many years ago or even yesterday or even last night we need to be forgiving colossians chapter 3 verse 12 to 13 it says therefore as god's chosen people holy and dearly loved clothe yourselves with compassion kindness humility gentleness and patience bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you as grievance against someone forgive as the lord forgave you ephesians 4 
32, Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as Christ forgive you. And forgiving, if we don't, if we stubborn our hearts, is like a strong chemical that will affect the container that is holding it. Now I remember I used to, I, I own a couple of boats in Vanuatu, uh, fiberglass boats. So I used to buy the, the raisin. The, it's a special chemical that you mixed to, to, to maintain uh, your boats. So it is a very strong chemical and there's a very special container that can hold that kind of chemicals. So when we are not forgiving, it's like a strong chemical that will affect the container that is holding it. Or, in other words, you drinking a poison, expecting someone to die on it. When we forgive, when we forgive, when we forgive, it, it gives us relief. We feel good. We can breathe. Oh, yes, I'm glad I did that. I feel good about what I did. Forgiveness is the solution to, to all our sickness. Because sometimes when we all don't um, grudges between our friends and families, it can be harmful for our physical and spiritual health. Forgiving others is very important, but also us ourselves must be willing to accept the fact that someone wants to forgive us as well. Family in Genesis 37 verse 26, the Bible says that Judah was the one who negotiated with his brothers to sell Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. And also we see Judas Iscariot also negotiate for 30 pieces of silver to sell Jesus Christ. Now you see the different families. Judah in chapter 45, 33, Judah said to Joseph, Now then, please let your servant remain here as my Lord's slave in the palace, uh, in the place of the boy, and let the boy return to his brothers. So now we see that when Joseph wanted to keep Benjamin, Judah was pleading to Joseph that his younger brother must return to his father, but is willing to take the place. So now we see that Judah changed. He came to realize his mistake of what he has done from the first place when he sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites. He became a completely different person and he accepted the forgiveness of Joseph. Now the difference between Joseph, Judah, and Judas is Iscariot it says in Matthew 26, verse 14 to 16, Then one of the twelve, the one called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and asked, What are you willing to give me if I deliver him over to you? So they counted out for him thirty pieces of silver. From then on, Judas watched for an opportunity to hand him over. How sad the story of Judas had he died before his last journey to Jerusalem, he might have been among sacred history, most venerated heroes. Church buildings could have been named after him. 
Instead, his name is forever linked to betrayal and tragedy. Of course, we can blame Satan for what Judas did is fine, but it also raises a question. What was about Judas that enabled the devil to let him to do such treachery? After all, it was even said that Satan wanted to get Peter as well. In Luke 23, verse 31, Jesus said, Simon, Satan has asked to sift you as sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you. So now we see that the same influence of Satan also was getting Peter as well. The Bible says in verse 3, Luke chapter 22, Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve. The difference, however, must be that Judas refused to give himself fully to the Lord. He must have hung on to some sin, some character defect that enabled Satan to come in to lead him to what he did. Desire of Ages, page 716, one little sin can destroy us. The history of Judas presented a sad ending of a life that might be honored by God. Judas had naturally a strong love of money, but he had not always been corrupt enough to do such deed as this. The love of mammon of a balance is love for Christ. Through becoming the slave of one vice, he gave himself to Satan to be driven to any length in sin. Here we see Judas guiding a detachment of about 600 soldiers, as well as the chief priests and elders. What a tremendous moment of power for Judas. When you've got something that people really want, you possess tremendous power as Judas does here. That's fine. At least for as long as you have what they want. But if they care about you only because of what you have and eventually they get from you what they want, they finally no longer need you. Within hours later, Judas will be left alone and with nothing. Another important lesson fo focuses on what Judas lost his soul over 30 pieces of silver. In today's term, the amount has been said to be equal between one or four months wages, depending upon which silver coin is meant. Even if it were ten or hundred times that amount, look at what it cost him. And as the story shows, he lost even that money. He didn't get to enjoy any of it. Instead, he threw it all back at the feet of the ones who first gave it to him. What a powerful example of how in the end, anything that causes us to turn away from Jesus, anything that causes us to lose our soul, is useless as was that money. Judas was so close to eternal life, and yet he chose to throw it away for nothing. Families, that is the experience and the difference between Judah, where he is the one who negotiate to sell Joseph, but then later on he was forgiven and he also gave his life to Jesus and he was forgiven. Judas Iscariot also sold Jesus for 30 pieces of silver, but he refuses to turn to Jesus. He, he, returned, to, he returned the money to where he got it from and he didn't enjoy any of it. We see also the experience of Peter was also denying Jesus. He failed Jesus Christ so many times. And one more time, 
Satan was also asked to sift Peter as wheat. But Jesus prayed for him. And here we see the story of Peter when they gather together. And Jesus asked Peter three times, What do you think? What do people say I am? And, and, and Peter said, You are the Messiah. Families, when Peter failed, but yet he come to re realize that Jesus is willing to forgive him. The experience of Jacob as well, when he cheated on his family as well, and he struggled with that sin consequences. And, and the Bible says in Genesis 32, verse 20, 22 to 28, Joseph, Jacob said, let me go for it is daybreak. And, uh, and, and Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So why did Jacob want the blessing when he already got a blessing? Families, Jacob and his family, he messed up his family and he, he felt the brokenness, the emptiness. And then Jesus said to him in verse 26, the man said, let me go for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. Then the man said to him, what is your name? And he said, my name is Jacob. I am the one who cheated my family. I am the one who messed up my family relationship. And that is from when Jesus said to him, you will no longer be called Jacob. As an evident, evidence that Jacob had been forgiven, his name was changed from Jacob to Israel, one that commemorate his victory. Jacob, it is better to walk with a limp in fellowship with the Lord for the rest of our life than to run painlessly without him. In other words, Jacob, it is better to walk with a limb knowing that we have forgiveness and we are free completely than walking painlessly without being forgiven. What changed in Jacob's character after this encounter with God? Have you wrestled? with God in a similar way? What happened to your life as a result? Families, it is my prayer that we will be forgiven because we know that God forgave us. And it is my prayer that we will be able to forgive others as well. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Awesome God, thank you so much for this lesson. Lord, we are humans, we are fallen human beings. Sometimes it's very challenging to forgive our families, our friends. But Lord, when we realize how miserable we are, that yet you love us unconditionally, then we can be able to forgive others the same way. Lord, I pray that you will help us, rescue us, heal us, spiritually and physically. And that is my prayer I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.